Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza. For the next 30 days, we're going to learn to build better habits in health, fitness, relationships, business, and overall well-being by making small mindset shifts that make a big difference. Contrary to how it may seem, the path to any success is achieved by taking small, consistent action over time. Someday is not a day of the week, so the time to level up is now, because you were made for greatness. It'll be a marathon, not a sprint, and together we'll take it one step, one mile, one day at a time. Welcome to the Mindset Mile. You ready? Hello, friends. I have a question for you. Why do you work out? And if you're not in an exercise routine right now, why do you want to start? My guess for most of you is that there's a strong correlation to want to lose weight or have a certain physique. For most of my life, that was a big driving factor. I've always loved to work out and challenge my physical capabilities, but for a long time, I was tied so strongly to my body image. And I always felt like exercise was the way for me to get back at myself for slipping up if I overindulged with how I ate. I would spend hours doing cardio following a pizza night, or if I had a vacation coming up where I was going to be in a bathing suit, I'd start to kick it into high gear at the gym to be quote unquote beach ready. I would restrict the way I ate for cycles, yet consider how I lived to be an 80-20 lifestyle, when really I was oscillating between more like 60-40 or 100%. But when I was in my better shape and my physique was in a place I liked, I would live with this like underlying anxiety that it was a fluke and that I'd never really be able to maintain it, which was 100% right because what I was doing was not sustainable and I was not learning to nourish my body in healthy ways that would last. I was only learning to discipline my way into a certain size for a short period of time. I'd always eventually fall off the wagon and go back to some old ways. And the saddest part, which maybe you can relate to, is that even when I was at a desired weight or size, I never saw myself as that. Others would notice or compliment how I looked and I just never saw what they saw. I looked in the mirror and I saw the areas that I still wasn't happy with or that I could stand to lose a few more inches. But whenever I look back at photos during that time, I wondered how I could have ever seen myself as fat. 
Have you ever done that? Even though the proof is in the pudding, your clothes are fitting better, you're down pounds, yet you still don't love your body. I was never grateful for the shape I was in because here's why. I always thought I would be most happy at a certain size or weight, but really how it works is that unless you love your body for what it can do and love it through the journey, you will never arrive at body image happiness. There's no shame in wanting to look good. I think it's an awesome bifactor for living a balanced, healthy lifestyle. But in order to make real, lasting change within your health and body, the intention has to be greater than to look a certain way. Because if that was enough, then everyone would be in the shape they'd want to be in. When you become addicted to how you feel versus how you look, there won't be anything sexier about you and the physique that you desire will follow. A few years ago, I was ready for a major overhaul in my mind, body, and spirit. That winter and spring, I had been traveling a lot for work and leisure, going to work retreats, celebrating birthdays, weddings, and there just was always a reason I gave myself to overeat and drink. I felt so gross and was ready to lay down the hammer on some of my habits. I knew I would feel better if I started to run, even though I had never loved running, and I know you've heard me say this before. But when I visited coastal cities, I was always envious of the lifestyle people lived and seeing everyone run by the beach. I had always told myself that if I ever lived by the beach, I would run outside every day. So we had recently just moved to Santa Barbara and I was eager to make running a healthy habit. I started small, just two miles a day, and I traded my drink at happy hour for an evening run or walk. I became intentional about finding a different way to spend my time and energy. I didn't love running at first, but it did make me feel so good to get out there for some fresh air and listen to my favorite music or podcast. I wasn't concerned about my pace, but I did track all my runs. And after a while, I started to feel really proud of how consistently I was getting out there. It was a nice reminder for me that two to three miles at a time doesn't feel like much when I was doing it. But after weeks of that, I had ran more than I had in probably the last year. My desires slowly started shifting from wanting a glass of wine in the evening to wanting a hot tea and loads of water. I went from craving starchy carbs and sugar to feeling fueled and satiated with whole foods. I started to feel so good. All of these adjustments had a compound effect. The more I ate well and exercised daily, the more I wanted to eat well and exercise. Healthy habits beget healthy habits. But as my body started shifting along with these changes, yeah, I was pretty stoked that my body was reflecting how fit I was getting, but I felt myself letting go of caring so much about how I looked and felt it being replaced with being obsessed with how I felt. After a run or workout, I would think and even sometimes say out loud, thank you, body. I felt so grateful that I could move whenever I felt like it simply because I had a working body. It became so obvious about how privileged I was to take my body for granted. Our bodies are a gift, and they're the only place we ever get to live. Yet, do we live as if? I began to guard that fiercely, and it felt good because out of all the things I don't have control over, my health and my fitness was not one of them. This is a kind of silly analogy, but Every time I did something good for my body, whether it was a workout or an active recovery or drink lots of water, eating a well-balanced meal or getting a good night's sleep, or even thinking positively about myself, 
I felt like I was banking coins in a piggy bank. It felt good to see it become fuller and fuller. The stronger I felt this shift, the more apparent it became to me how abundant and toxic diet culture was. On every outlet, I either saw the newest diet people were trying, some kind of quick fix product that, and that this diet starts Monday mentality. There was really no narrative about how eating well and exercise made you feel or what it did for your mind. The focus was on a physical outcome. It honestly made me want to shout how good I felt from the rooftops because I was certain that if people chased after better health and habits instead of better results, that our culture would be so much better off. I'm happy to see that in the last few years, the conversation is changing a bit and the disconnect between what you should do to get in shape versus why you should do it is shortening. In my 20s, I felt like nobody was really talking about this body and mind shift. I heard a quote once that said, if you don't make time for your wellness, you will be forced to make time for your illness. We will all be paying time and energy. It's only a matter of when and on what. Next time you're working out or need motivation to get going, think about how much your future self will thank you for being proactive. You'll never regret the time you spend taking care of your mind, body, and spirit. If you're loving this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, subscribed, and shared it with a friend. Be sure to tag me on your walks or runs at Zaza and hashtag MindsetMile. That's all we have for today, my friends. Remember, the big things don't happen overnight. It's the small things done consistently that make the big things possible. You are capable and you are worthy. Make it a great day.